Shalom, Abrachu, Rav, Masechus, Kedushin, Davayin, Hey, today's daft discusses Psulim and making their wives possible like, oh, no, we discuss Almonas Esau, what the Mechlugas is between Rav and Shmuel, and why Rebbe Lazar holds that a Kuti is not able to marry a Kutis. So we begin with the first couple of answers of uh, the answers. That that's going to lead us into uh, the next off. We begin with the Gemara telling us that if a child is over nine years old, so his Bia is considered a, a Shmo Bia, La'alacha, and he's a Ger Amoyni Me'ovi, a Mitri Ademi Kuti, and a Sin or Chalal, or a Mamzer. If any of these marry a Koyhenes, a Levi, or Yisrael, they pass all that woman to Kahuna. Rabbi Yossi says, a different variation of this. We're going to have to discuss why each of the three statements here are different. Rabbi Yossi says, no, anyone, any relationship that's going to create a child, which is possible, that's going to possible the wife, the woman. If the child won't be possible, then the wife won't either be. The wife will be able to marry into Kahuna. Rabbi Gamaliel says a little differently. He says, any, any case... Where a coin could marry the, the daughter of this relationship. You could marry that Almono. But if not, not. Again, similar messages that the Psulim create a Psulim, the wife, to marry Kahuna. So what's the difference between Tanakama and Rabbi Yoisi? Tanakama says that Psulim make their wives possible Kahuna. And Rabbi Yoisi says that if the kid's going to be possible, the wife's going to be possible. It sounds the same. Rabbi Yochanan explains that Nafkamina is going to be a Mitzri Shani. Because both Tanakama and Abiyosu are learning from Kohen Gadol marries an Almono. Tanakama says, look, just like when a Kohen Gadol marries an Almono, that Bio is an Avera, it passes her. So, so too, any Bio, which is an Avera, passes her to Kuhuna. Abiyosu learns also from Kohen Gadol to an Almono, but when a Kohen Gadol marries an Almono, that child is a Psol. And then it passes the wife. So, so too, any relationship that's going to create children which are puzzled are going to puzzle the wife, which excludes a Mitzri Shani, because the Mitzri Shlishi is allowed to be of a Lekahal Bakahal Hashem. In that case, the mother will also be kosher to Kohuna, according to Beishi Ben Antanakama. What about Shimon Ben Gamliel? Our third opinion here. He says that if you can marry the daughter of this relationship, you can marry the Almona, the mother. But if not, not, so what's the difference between that and Rabbi Yossi's case? So, Ula says the difference would, would, would be a ger from Amon and Moyov, where the daughter is Mutra, that's an Afkamina. They're both, again, learning from a coin too, who marries an Amona. Rabbi Yossi learns that when a coin marries an Amona, since the children are apostles, she's also apostle Kuna. Rabbi Shimon Gamliel learns when a coin marries a, an Amona, all their children are apostle, even the daughters. As opposed to a ger from Amonimoyov, where an Amoini and Amoini is also been an Amoinus. Moyavi is also been not a Moyavis. That's an argument between the three Shritos. Now, if Christo comes in and tells us as follows, everyone agrees that an Amono Esau, a woman who comes from a Yichos, where there is a suffix that there is a soul in the family, everyone agrees that, that she's Paul the Kuhuna. And the most make of our three three shitos was Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel. And he said that if you can have the daughter of this relationship marry in, then the mother's kosher, the Almona would be kosher. If not, not. What's he excluding? Who would he say is still possible to marry a kahuna? And Almona's Esau. She's possible a kahuna. 
Rav is going against the Tano, says in the Mishnah, that Rabbi Shua, Rabbi Huda ben Masera, both were made on Almana Isa that she's kosher for Kona. Well, where did they get off saying that? They learned that since an Almana Isa is a Svex Feka, they're Mekel. Berev Chista. And the three Tanoim that we have over here would all agree. All against Rabbi Yeshua and Rabbi Huda that an Almana Isa will be puzzle. Moving on. Mishnah said a vadai psol is a lot of a vadai psol. Rabbi Huda says that the is like Rabbi Yezer. He said that only sfeikos are also to marry each other. Vadoin vadoin, both also love Rabbi Kalashem. They can marry each other. When they said this over to Shmuel, he said differently than Rav. Not that the is like Rabbi Yezer. He said that he heard from. Hillel, that when the ten yuchsin, the ten levels of yuchas came up from Bavel, they were all mutter to marry each other. You're telling me that, oh, only the Vadoyanos are allowed to marry each other? The Gemara says we have a kasha on Rav and on Shmuel, because we learned that if an Arusa gets pregnant, so Rav says that that child is a mamzer. Shmuel says no, the child is only a shtuki. Rav says he's a ma- he's, that, that the child's a mamzer, so he would be allowed to marry a mamzeres. Shmuel says that that child is a shtuki and would not be allowed to marry a mamzeres. That's exactly the opposite of the shitas that we have here. So the first option is just switching around the shitas. The Rav says that the child would be a shtuki by an aruso, and Shmuel says it's a mamzer. But then why would we need both cases? It's just a repetitive machloikas. Maybe Rav only holds that the child's a stuki by an Arusa, or rather in our case, by the stuki, most people are kosher to her. So we could say that she probably married into the Rav, and the child is going to be a stuki. But by an Arusa, maybe he'll agree with Shmuel, since she's only, she only has one person who she's allowed to sleep with, her Arus. Maybe he'll agree to Shmuel that the kid has the status of a mamzer. And on the flip side, maybe Rav only holds he's a mamzer by an Orus, but not, but by the other case, but when she's not, when she's not engaged, maybe he'll agree to Shmuel. You have no idea who she had Bia with. So maybe we would make this child a status of a mamzer. That's why we bring in a double machlekes. But alternatively, the Gemara says you don't have to flip around the shitas. When Rav says... That the child is a mamzer when she is, when the mother is an arusa. It doesn't mean that the son can marry a mamzer. It means that he's also to marry a bas Yisrael. When Shmuel says that he's a shtuki, he's he's saying that the child is also to marry a bas Yisrael. Aye, then it's the same halacha as Harav. They're saying the same thing that he can't let this child marry either a mamzer or a bas Yisrael. Rather, over here we mean shtuki in the sense that. We silence this child. We don't let him marry into Kahuna. Well, yeah, obviously, if he can't marry a, a regular Basis so definitely can't marry a marry into Kahuna. But we throw that answer away. Rather, a Stuki means that we don't let him be Yorish to the Nechassim of his father. But again, the Gemara says that doesn't make any sense because we have no idea who his father is. How would we? How would he be Yorish's father? Oh, the Gemara says in a case where he already grabbed on to the Yerusha. So normally we would say, I'm going to make a very other variety, but here, no, we stuki, we mishtakin, mishtakin, we have a third interpretation we could explain. Machalikas Rabbin Shmuel is 
That shtuki means baduki. That we ask the mother whether this child is a mamzer or not. If she says that he, that she was together with a kosher, then we trust her. This is like like Gamliel, says the Gemara. So what? Now we have a huge chiddush that Shmuel holds like Gamliel. We already learned that in a Mishnah. That if a woman is pregnant and we say, what's the story with this fetus? And she says that she had slept with a koyin. Rabbi Gamliel and Rabbi Eliezer say that we trust her. Rabbi Yeshua says we don't. Rabbi Yehuda, my Shmuel, our Shmuel, says we pass him like Rabbi Gamliel. So what? Shmuel is coming in and telling us again that we pass him like Rabbi Gamliel. That can't be. The Gemara says, yeah. We have. We want to say this a second time because over there, I might think that since Reuver Ksherim to her, we'll trust her. But over here, since she's in Arusso, where most people are apostle to her, there's only one person who she was actually allowed to sleep with. Maybe we wouldn't trust her. Kamash Malon, that we even trust her when Reuv are psulin et law. Now the Gemara brings a brisa. There, Belazer says. A kuti is not allowed to marry a kutis. And the Gemara's big question with six answers is why not? Why can't a kuti not marry a kutis? Tosis explains either they're both mamzerim, one of them is a mamzer, another one's a ger. But Miman of Shach, they can marry each other. Why would Rabbi Lazar hold that a kuti cannot marry a kutis? So the first answer Rabbi Yosef gives us. That we look at a kuti and kutis like a ger after ten generations. What's this about? The Brisa says that a ger ten generations later is is now allowed to marry a mamzeres. Only for the first ten generations. After that, she's she's no longer the ger is no longer allowed to marry a mamzeres. We he lost the the the, the taste of feeling the shame the name of a goy and mamela. He has to stay away from anyone who is not. Some say that it takes however long it however long it takes for that shame of uh, uh, akum to leave the ger, not necessarily ten generations exactly. So Abai asks, well, why would this be any different? I mean, how, how could you compare the two? Right there, we're talking about a ger yashon, right? A ger that's been in Kaius all so long that there's no no one associates akum with him. No one's gonna think that a is marrying Absula. But it says over there we're talking about a, an old ger marrying a brand new mamzeres. So it looks like a, a Yisrael is marrying a mamzeres. But over here, the, the, in Revelazar's case, Kuti and the Kutis are on the same stage. They're both fresh. Why shouldn't they be allowed to marry each other? So rather, Avdimiyam Revelazar says, now we're going like Rabbi Yishmoel. And Rabbi Yishmael holds like Rabbi Akiva. Who's Rabbi Akiva? The first Rabbi Lazar, we say, is going like Rabbi Yishmael. Who's Rabbi Yishmael? He says, Kutim have the, have the, have the din of improper geiris, or just ge- geire aroyos. They were just scared of the lion, so they don't count as geirim bechlau. So Kutim, according to him, are jug- goyim. And Rabbi Yishmael holds like Rabbi Akiva, who says that an akum who met who marries a Bas Yisrael produces a Mamzer. The Gemara, however, says, I hear, that would be a reason why they can't marry each other. But does Rabbi Yishmoel really hold like Rabbi Akiva? Rabbi Yechonin says in the name of Rabbi Yishmoel, how do we know that if an Akum or an Eved sleeps with a Koi or a Bas Yisrael that they, 
they they parcel them to marry Kahuna. The Pasuk says Ubas Koin Kisiel Mano Grushova Zera ain law. Meaning someone who has a din of an almono or a grusha, but not an akumonever, they don't have the din almono or a grusha. Now if we're going like Rabbi Akiva, and you're telling me that this that this relationship would create Mamzerus, so of course you're gonna passel her in this relationship. You're creating Mamzerim. So rather we we phrase it a little differently. Rebbe Lozer holds like Rabbi Shmuel, and Rebbe Lozer himself holds like Rabbi Akiva. He holds that Gerim aren't real Gerim, that the Kutim rather aren't real Gerim, and, and he holds that if a Goy, and, and Lashit Tazoy is the Kutim or Goyim, marries a Basishon, that child's a Mamzer. Therefore, he says that a Kutim marry, can't marry a Kutis. In fact, the Gemara does Rebbe Lozer really hold like Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Lozer himself said that even though when it comes to Yibum, Beis Shammai and Beis Hillel disagree that by Torah's erva, they agree that a mamzer is only someone who slept with an, with an Oynish Karis. And that's not like Rabbi Akiva Shito, that if a Goli marries a Basishol, that's a mamzer. It's only produced by so we're gonna to have to come up with the fourth, fifth, and sixth understanding of why a blizzard holds that a kuti can marry a kutis. Bezer Shem will pick up from there tomorrow. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.